0: And my heart feels so heavy. I feel like I have no control in any area of my life. Hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of Hey, Wesley. I'm Wesley, a counselor, mindset coach, and most importantly to me, a woman of God, here to bring you another episode full of encouragement. So those who are watching on YouTube, guys, you see my hair! I'm so excited. So I don't typically put things over my locks, but your girl was about to comb out her locks, but then she changed her mind, and then she wanted to do this instead of a retwist. So that is my quick update. I hope you guys are doing well. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, we talked about the right to feel some type of way, knowing our voice, the importance of our no. We talked about a lot of important things. So make sure that you catch that episode if you haven't already. But today we're gonna do something different. So I'm actually going to respond to one of the anonymous letters that I received, which was more so a statement of, I want to love myself. I'm not sure what it is that this writer is going through, but I do know that feeling of wanting to just love yourself, of wanting just to be happy, and wanting to be just a good place within yourself and in your life. So I'm actually going to share with you guys a journal entry from the old me that kind of speaks to this pain and this desire. And I'm hoping to encourage any of you guys who may also relate to the anonymous writer. So this is to those who may be in a season of feeling really heavy, of just not knowing what's going on with their life, and just really discontent. So I want to encourage you on today's episode. So let me jump into my journal entry. So this journal entry is from October 2nd, 2019. The funny thing is, now that I'm saying the date out loud, this was actually the day before I started my lock journey. (laughs) Literally the day before I started my lock journey. So let's go ahead and hear what was on my heart because I got some great tips to share with you guys today. So... Hey, Wesley. So much has happened to me since my last write. I was in a car accident. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to focus on that. I'm just so overwhelmed and my heart feels so heavy. I feel like I have no control in any area of my life. My transportation, my job, school, my relationship all feel like they're failing. I just feel like I'm breaking. Weird part is, yesterday was a good day, and my soul felt somewhat happy, but today I feel so defeated. Lord, help me. And I wrote, Lord, help me in really, really big letters. So I want to speak to those who might be able to relate to the pain that I was experiencing. You may feel lost. You may feel really unhappy, really discontent. Uh, You may feel really heavy, like just really, really heavy was the best way that I could describe it. And you may even find yourself reminiscing to old times of when you remember yourself being happy, almost believing that you're not going to experience that again. I remember during this time, I honestly didn't see myself ever laughing hard again. And it sounds strange to those who may not experience this level of heaviness, but that was my honest truth, that I just wanted to feel better, but I almost accepted the fact that maybe I'll never laugh as hard as I did in undergrad or find my goofy hyper self again. I just want to be okay. And if that is your story right now, I want to encourage you because what you are going through is just a season. It is just the season. You have not seen your best days yet. And oftentimes we forget that pain is the process of change. There's no other way that we would change the things within our lives if there wasn't pain that kind of forced us to do it. If you're really, really happy and life is great, it it takes a whole different level of desire to want to work on certain things about you when everything is great. So pain is truly an avenue of change. And I also want to encourage you to know that if God is trying to change you, right, if all these things are happening that you feel like are out of your control, then the beautiful thing is that means he has plans for you. God only changes you to prepare you for what he has for you. Just like the story in the Bible of the Israelites coming out of Egypt as slaves and going into the promised land, they have slave mentality. They weren't ready for the promise. So he had to change how they viewed themselves from slaves to mighty men and women of God to be able to enter into this promised land filled with milk and honey, which basically means abundance. So what I believe when we're going through seasons like this, that it's an opportunity for us to receive the change that God is trying to do within our lives. But you have a decision to make. When you're in seasons like this, you can decide to be the victim or you can decide to be victorious. See, a lot of times we don't realize that we have a victim mentality. And that means when we focus on all the things that have wronged us, the person that broke up with us, the job that's tripping, the person that lied to you, the car accident that you had no fault in but totaled your car, there are so many things that happen in our lives, and we can choose to be the victim of it. When we really think about it, we see it as we have a valid reason to feel that way. But I want to share a quick story with you guys and how God taught me the difference between victim and victorious mentality. I was on my way to North Carolina to go to my godson's first birthday. Driving from Florida to North Carolina, I ended up stopping in Savannah, Georgia because why not? It's beautiful and it's just a vibe. So I stopped there as a rest and there was this really, really small parking lot and I saw one spot. So I was like, yes. So I go into the parking lot and I see that there's a big, big van already trying to back into the spot that I just saw from the road. And I was like, dang it. And the parking lot was so small that I had to basically kind of sit there and wait for him to finish parking so that I could leave. So while I'm just sitting there waiting, I notice that another car comes on the other side of him into the lot. But the big van doesn't see that this new car has come into the lot. And so as he's backing up really slow, he doesn't realize that he's actually about to bump into that nice luxury car. But it's happening so slow, guys. I just knew that the car who was about to get bumped into was going to do the honking, hollering, or whatever. And guess what? The guy watched this man back right into him. And at that exact moment, God let me know that he chose to be the victim. Hold on. Did you guys catch that? The fact that he saw what was happening and had time to stop it, but instead allowed himself to get hit to then become the victim. I could preach on that. I hope y'all, y'all, let me continue to this episode because I could stay on that alone for another half hour. See, sometimes we don't realize that we're choosing to be the victims of situations that happen to us as if we have no choice within ourselves. So after that situation happened, I did like a 50-point turn and left the parking lot, found another parking spot, and then enjoyed downtown Savannah. I just had a great little Wesley date. So then it got a little bit later and I was like, you know what, let me hit the road again so I can get to North Carolina. So on my way going to my car, I see the small parking lot where the fender bender happened. And when I look in, I see that the guy that was driving the van and the guy with the luxurious car are still there outside in the sun with the cop dealing with this fender bender situation. And God continued to teach me that when we choose to be the victim in situations, It prolongs how long we're in a situation. See, that guy that allowed that car to bump into him, he could have really enjoyed his day. But because he chose to be wronged, like this car bumped into me, which in all honesty was the truth. But he also had a decision in in that happening in his life. He could have honked. He could have backed up. He could have done anything to avoid being hit, but instead he allowed himself to be hit because he wanted the right to feel wronged by somebody. So my encouragement to you is to choose the victorious mindset. Victim mindset is looking at the situation, is looking at the person, is looking at all the factors that are causing you discontent. But Victorious Mindset is looking at all the things that you can do to change your life, all the things that you can do to make sure that the things that have happened to you that you don't enjoy, that they won't happen again because you're going to take the lessons from it. And so, I want to give you three quick tips of things that I did that helped me during this really dark season that has made the difference of my joy, my peace, my freedom. During that season in my life, that year and a half span of just feeling so low and so sad, and just all the dreams and desires and plans that I had for myself not working out, I met God for myself. I would sit here in my closet, I would cry. I would pray, and I would read the Bible and ask God questions. So I found different stories that I related to, and I would literally just ask God questions like, God, why why Job had to go through that? Or, God, why is it that you told us about Moses' speech impediment? Why was that important? I would just ask questions, and the thoughts that would come to mind, I believe, was the Holy Spirit. And through my journey of meeting God myself, I also found a new love for me. Because as I got to know God, I got to better understand how he viewed me, how much he loved me, how much he cared about me. And this is a reminder that God has plans for you and really cares about you and really loves you. And that's when I realized that all the pain that I was going through, that God had a plan for it. That he started also to reveal to me what it was that he was trying to do in my life. So my first biggest encouragement to you is to meet God for yourself. Nobody can sit down with God for you. Your mom can't do it. Your pastor can't do it. Your friends who are praying for you can't do it. You got to sit down and meet him for yourself. To meet God is to fall in love with God. And to fall in love with God is to realize all the benefits in the kingdom of God that you have from being his child. So that is my first, first, first big encouragement to you. The second tip I have for you is to date you. I know you guys didn't expect that, but to respond to the writer who sent the statement that they just want to love themselves, that is a great tip for you as well, is to date you. See, a lot of times when we look at dating other people, we're trying to get to know them. We're, you know, noticing what they like, what they don't like. We we notice everything. But sometimes we don't date ourselves. We don't ask ourselves questions. Also trying different new activities to see what it is that you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. All of a sudden, I had this new desire to just slow things down, and I might color out at one of the parks. I would have makeup dates where I'll practice makeup while listening to music. I'll have dance parties in my room. I'll go to the movies by myself. There are all these different things that I did just to try out, see what I liked and didn't like. And in that process, I really fell in love with my own company. I really fell in love with me. And that actually coincides with my journey with God, because as I was journeying with God and seeing how much he loved me, it helps me to love myself more as well. So that is my second tip to you, is to date you. The third tip, and this is actually a really important tip as well, when you're going through a really tough season of just heaviness, of pain, of change, you need to be more cautious of the things that you are allowing into you. Meaning the things that you're listening, the things that you're watching, and even the conversations that you're having. When God is changing you, it's almost like a a recipe. God is cooking something up within you, right? Which means things aren't firm yet. Things are more liquid. Like, you know how when you first crack an egg and you fry it, it's liquid at first. And then as it cooks, it gets more solid. Well, while it's liquid, anything that you drop in there is going to get cooked up in the process. So be careful with the things that you're listening to. Because you're a bit more sensitive, you might adopt certain opinions, mindsets, that just might continue to trigger the pains that you're trying to heal. So instead, I used to listen to uplifting music. I basically only really listened to gospel for that whole time frame. I also didn't watch certain TV shows or movies. I found my favorite TV show on Netflix. It's called Anne with an E. That show right there, that little girl made me feel so happy because she was so optimistic about just life. And so I would watch things that would help me go towards the direction that I was wanting to go to. And then also I seeked counseling. So uh, Mr. Shane was my dog. So I'm a counselor who believes in receiving counseling as well because I can only take people as far as I'm willing to go. And I'm willing to go as far as God will take me. So I did have my counseling sessions as well. I did read different books to help the areas that God was revealing to me needed to change. See, in this painful season, God is wanting to change you because he has better for you. It's not actually about the pain. It's not about the situations that you've experienced. What's really, really happening is God has plans for you. But for him to be able to bless you with these beautiful plans, he has to change you. He has to have you look at you differently so you have the capacity to withhold the blessing that he's about to put in your life. And so it's your decision to go through the change. It's your decision on what mindset you'll have, victim or victorious. But the blessing he has for you is already done and ready. It's up to you if you're going to receive it. What God started to reveal to me during my prayer sessions with him, during the times I was crying and asking questions, he kept revealing to me the issues within my own heart. He revealed to me insecurities. He revealed to me the offense that I had towards people in my heart. He revealed to me the boundaries that I didn't have. He revealed to me the role that I played and a lot of the hurt that I experienced with others. He held up a mirror to me and made the mirror beautiful as he started to help me heal from those different things. See, as God revealed certain things to me, it encouraged me to learn more about that area in which he wanted to heal. So if he showed me insecurities, I started practicing how to break a lot of the insecurities that I had, which I'm sure I'll talk about in another episode because what God had me do was so powerful. When he showed that I was really offended about things that happened in my childhood or things that happened more recently, I actually read a really great book called The Bait of Satan, which talks about how offense is one of the biggest tactics that the enemy uses to keep us stuck and bound by things That are not of God. So, as God was revealing the different mess in my heart, I took the challenge to heal those with Him. And that's my encouragement to you. Just know that this is just a season. Your best days are not behind you. You are going to laugh hard again. You are going to love you, but you have a decision to make. Are you going to be the victim of things that have happened? Or are you going to be victorious as God sees you and start to actually do the work and take the time to love on you and to meet him so that you can reach the goal that both you and God have for you? My prayer for you today is that you take the challenge because it will be a decision that you will not regret. And I'm a living testimony of it. The joy that I have today, the freedom that I feel, the peace that I have within my life is worth more than I could have ever imagined. So I'm here to encourage you that your day is coming but you have a decision to make. So if you can relate to how I was feeling, or if you're going through that season right now and you need a little extra encouragement, go ahead and drop your thoughts in the comments. I would love to respond to you and pour some love into you. And if there's a specific situation that you are needing encouragement for, feel free to send in that anonymous letter. I would love to encourage you specifically. But guys, I am praying for you. I love you. And in my closing, as I always say, continue loving on you. I'll continue loving on me. And let's decide to be free. All right, guys, have a great week. I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. If you would like to send in an anonymous letter, please see the details of today's episode. As for now, stay encouraged and we'll connect back next week.